2: Turning to sports with
1: Jake Wimberley on the afternoon drive. One of the last pure pleasures
2: I have left in my life. Yeah, maybe you ought to get a life first, okay? On ESPN
3: 105.9 The Zone and online at TheZone1059.com.
2: Taking you home on a Monday, 12th day of September 2022. Hope everybody's doing well. We're streaming on TheZone1059.com. Chris Landry, segment number two on a Monday Taking you through the weekend, it was, and kind of looking ahead all in the same time. Find him on Twitter at Landry Football, also at LandryFootball.com. Chris, it seems like Ole Miss has uh, been in an NFL preseason of sorts. They uh, get a win over Central Arkansas easily 59-3. to uh, To what I take out of this, I mean, Jackson Dart played at least statistically and watching the game a little better than Luke Altmyer. They hit the road for the first time this year going to Georgia Tech this weekend. I think Ole Miss is around 11-point favorite. Could Georgia Tech pose any kind of trouble for Ole Miss this weekend?
3: You know, um, Georgia Tech played hard defensively uh, against Clemson. In uh, long story short, no. I, I don't think they have enough offense. But but it is a game in which Ole Miss better play well. I mean, I think if they turn the football over, this is the type of game that Georgia Tech can, um, you know, they're, look, they're going to fight. They're going to play hard. I think Jeff has gotten them, gotten them playing they're just not talented enough, um, and I don't think they're going to be able to score enough points to make this a big of a factor. But you know, heck, one again, we just kind of alluded to the last segment. You never know. I think for Ole Miss is you know you kind of I think got to go and get a good win, play better, and then improve, and then and just you know, obviously got Tulsa. You got to get ready for Kentucky on the first of October, and you know right now probably not where Lane's probably doesn't have them where he want them. You know, yet going into Kentucky, but it's not not October first yet. It's see what they can do the next two weeks.
2: Speaking of Kentucky, they go on the road, get a win against Florida, twenty six to sixteen. Will Levis uh, played you know well enough, touchdown on a pick, uh, two hundred two yards on uh, twenty four tips, thirteen uh, completions. Anthony Richardson and Chris, you can speak of this even but much better than I can. Uh, a lot of buzz about Richardson last week, as there should have been. Uh, Richardson really bottled up in the running game this week, and, and my take on Richardson was, well, once the tape starts to – you know, and I'm, I'm an older guy too, so I always reference tape. Once the tape starts circulating on Anthony Richardson, defenses will have a better idea how to scheme him. Kentucky kind of laid a blueprint for that. They picked him off twice, a pick six. There's still a lot of room, room for improvement for Richardson, and Kentucky gets a big win.
3: Listen, I think if you make Florida throw the football, I think there's limitations – In Richardson's game. I mean, he missed open receivers. There were some drops. So I don't think this is a complete passing game. Uh, They deserved a lot of credit for the the toughness and how they won against Utah. It could have gone either way. It wasn't aesthetically beautiful, but it was tough. It was physical. They met a physical team again in Kentucky that was even better leveraging the run and really did a better job of compressing the throwing lanes Making big plays, forcing turnovers. Um, you know they did they did a really good job, and uh, they weren't you know perfect by their any stretch at Kentucky, but but just you could see that Kentucky couldn't run the football against Miami a They didn't run the football well early against Florida, but what did they do, Jake? They continued to run the football. That's what we do. That's what we're gonna do. Darn it! And we, they stuck with it, and they eventually began to wear Florida down, and, and Florida couldn't have, didn't have the success, and um, I thought their ability to run it down the stretch and their ability to defend the run was the key to Kentucky's win. Um, they they just are a really a rock-solid developmental program that just does a really good job, and I thought they made another statement, and the other thing I'd say is they don't look at Florida like Kentucky teams have looked at Florida for 30 years. They look and say, uh, what is it now? Is it two out of three or, they, I mean, they, they go in with the idea of, um, you know what? Yeah, we, we know Kentucky. Uh, excuse me. We know Florida. We're just as good or we're better. I mean, they take that attitude whereas others were thinking they could hope to win. now they expect to win in Gainesville and Lexington they believe it. So all credit to them. And it's going to be real interesting to see how this team develops because they got Youngstown, they got Northern Illinois, and and I'm sure you've heard it, probably talked about it today. They expect Rodriguez back for Ole Miss. So the running game may be even better as we flip the calendar to October.
2: Tennessee gets uh, a win against Pittsburgh in overtime, one of the better fun ballgames of the weekend. Hendon uh, Hooker just made plays down the stretch. Pittsburgh did not. Uh, how good can this Tennessee team be?
3: You know, here's the thing. They, What I was impressed by them in the Pitt game and breaking down the tape and looking at it again, their defense stepped up when they had to. That's not something we can often say. Now, Pitt couldn't run the football like they needed to run to win this game, and they didn't have enough plays in the passing game. And when Keaton Slovis went down, they really were struggling. The Pitt had plenty of opportunities uh, in the plus area to score and, and didn't.
0: To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.
3: Tennessee didn't run the football as well as they needed to. Um, I thought Hendon Hooker missed some receivers. It, it just it wasn't their best game, but they found a way to win it. You know, when you are a team that's built around on offense and explosion and spread you out, and you don't have your best offensive game, but you can still win it on the road against a good opponent, That's positive. So I think it's something to build on. There again, you got Akron next week, you can fine tune, get better. And then a Florida team that, you know, uh, is now going to be trying to get back on track. And I'm curious to see how much better. I don't think this defense is great for Tennessee. They're still going to have to outscore you, but can they run the football better? That is going to be the key to taking that next step. And uh, so far, so good. But I'm still – look, I'm still in the stage of everybody's got to show me week in and week out. I want to see how they progress. But that was a nice win on how they won it.
2: Chris Landry on your radio. And, of course, you can find him on Twitter at LandryFootball. LandryFootball.com is the website. Chris, NFL question before we cut you loose here today, and I appreciate your time as always. A lot to unpack over the NFL. I want to go to Dallas, though. Last night, you know, Dak Prescott goes down. He's out now possibly till November they just did not look good. Tom Brady now seven and zero versus Dallas. Uh, at the time obviously with New England, and now Tampa Bay. Is this the beginning of the end? You know, for you know McCarthy at, at Dallas. Is it is it time to to cue up the Sean Payton talk? And is Dallas is their season mm-hmm. over before it even gets started?
3: Well, I think they're going to have a hard time contending. I don't think they're good enough at quarterback. They're not a well constructed team. There's collection of talent. But so there they go. And they probably need to take a look at a Mason Rudolph or somebody out there. Cause that they, now you're out. That's the backup port The backup quarterback has to be somebody that you can win with for four, six, eight games, at least be competitive. I don't think they have that. So I think they're likely going to play their way out of it. And I think they're, they're in a real tough spot. Don't like the team, how it's overall constructed. I don't like the organizational structure. I think the, 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 the accountability to the head coach is not there because of the owners involved. It's just, it's nauseating to me and I'm an old school football so it's nauseating to see Jerry Jones whole court in the locker room every week, you know, and that, and because that's what he wants. His ego has got to, when players see that they know who they're accountable to, not to the coach. So, yeah, there's a reason why you get Mike McCarthy and you can't get somebody that's really good because no one really good wants to deal with those shenanigans. Sean Payton will not take that job under those circumstances. Now, if it gets so bad and Stephen Jones, who Sean Payton is very close with, can convince his dad, look, Sean's not taking that job unless he has control. And he'll let Jerry do his little you know clown show stuff, but... Sean will have to have control. He had it in New Orleans. And I don't know if that's as good of a fit as people think. But...
0: Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect.
1: Define an opportunity.
0: Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now.
1: Identify a problem.
0: Creating an audio ad is time-consuming.
1: Offer a solution.
0: Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.
3: If that's, you know, that's the way it goes, that's how it's going to play out. If he takes it, it's going to have to be that way. But I, I remind everybody all the time, let this sink in out there, Cowboy fans. Jerry Jones was the most miserable when Jimmy Johnson was the head coach. Because he didn't get the credit, and they were winning, and they are winning Super Bowls. But because Jerry wasn't the face and the guy that people talk, Jerry's not happy being an owner. He wants to be thought of as the GM, and he wants to, And he's just not that capable of doing the job. And He doesn't even do that job. He just wants people, you know, he wants to have the spotlight, Jake. I just don't think that's where you run an organization. That's why they've never been anything but mediocre other than when Jimmy Johnson was running it.
2: Find him on Twitter at Landry LandryFootball, also LandryFootball.com. He is Chris Landry every Monday right here on the uh, Afternoon Drive, 4 to 4.30. Chris, always appreciate your time. Enjoy the week and uh, rest up a little bit. And, of course, we'll talk to you next week.
3: Hey, you bet. Appreciate you, man. Thanks Take so care. much.
2: Anatomy
0: of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect.